recording? Fantastic. So you are uh, joining us this, this afternoon at uh, Summer Madness. We are going to be looking at the idea of the, uh, the Exalt prayer box and what does that mean? How do we use it in a local context? If you don't have a takeaway box in front of you that's got paper in there, not food, then put your hand up and we'll get one out to you. Uh, you're going to need that through our session. And uh, just to mention that there is 400 of these boxes to be given away for free. So you can take as many as you want for your local church, your mission outreach to, to, to schools, if you're doing things in schools relating to prayer. We're going to give you a little stop tour through the whole of this app and help you understand how it is useful for you in your context. Um, my name's Ben, I'm the founding director of Missional Generation and we are working uh, in partnership with CIYD to help them think digitally. We are their geeks in the room, we're the Apple equivalent of the help desk for youth and children's youth ministry and children's ministry around digital. Uh, we're over from Leeds, uh, so we uh, ferried ourselves over and flew ourselves over to join you guys. It's a joy to be with you. This is our second year, and uh, we were launching this box last year, and I've got some helpful stats to talk to you about what the first year has looked like around this box, so you get an idea of the weightiness of the use around it. I'm absolutely fine for you to open up the box and rummage it through. That's fine. We're going to go through it bit by bit, but if you're like me that needs to do something physically, practically movable, that's absolutely fine. Um, so as you can see on the screen, I'm going to move myself over here. Um, we've designed something called Exalt. And uh, there's a reason here that has been uh, the, the backbone of everything of what we've done here is how do we help young people pray just one more? A little bit extra in prayer. A little bit of a study in prayer. And, uh, and making sure that there is more of an activeness of what prayer is and what uh, reading the scriptures is and what it means to be about applied theology, where we take faith and the scripture and we apply it through prayer and through every day. We're a big believer that mission is core to a young person living out their faith and it becomes um, retainable in every space that they occupy. If they've seen scripture and they've prayed scripture and they've executed scripture, lived it out, then it's, uh, it weighs up more in their life when they're being approached a challenging situation. So when we met with Steve and the CIYD guys, we wanted to say, how do we get young people to pray more, read the Bible more, and share their faith more, one more than they ever have done? And for some of them, it was zero level. For others, it was maybe a bit more. For those that were a part of churches, they knew they should be doing this, but they didn't have a tool to coach them and nurture them through the journey of doing it. So what we decided to do is start with creating a little box called Exalt. And um, do you have those Bible passages to hand? You need WhatsApp them. Fantastic. I want to open up some scripture for you uh, because I want to help you understand where we sat on a theological level around this. So if you've got your Bibles, why don't you turn to Hebrews 8, so Hebrews 3 verse 8. Thank you. Hebrews 13 verse 8. I want to read this to you. It says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The idea of technology does not change the, uh, the existence and the purpose and the character and the transformation of what Jesus is all about. Yesterday, today and forevermore, Jesus doesn't change, which means ChatGPT, artificial intelligence, is not going to replace Jesus. 
okay? And the, the idea of our digital generation are sat within those spaces. They are accessing those spaces. And we're going to be running a session later in this uh, so festival looking at those topics and those concerns. But this scripture is quite clear, is that the world cannot change who Jesus is and what he was and what he stood for. Neither can technology. For some of you, you might want to say, well, okay, how do we do that? What does that look like? It says, well, in Mark 16, verse 15, it says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all nations. What we've got here is go into all the world, but not just the world, but the places and spaces where young people occupy, which is the digital places. So we put a word digital in there. Go into all the world, stroke digitally, and present and preach the gospel to all nations. This is a permission to the young people to say, it's okay that you might find technology something that excites you. It's a tool for conversation. It's been designed back in the day in the printing press to take what was spoken from our words into black and white ink into across the world via trains and horse and carriage. You know, the idea of innovation and communication is key. And what we want to do is permission a generation to say, you can do this both in your personal study, but also in your mission to those around you. Later, if you come to one of those sessions, you'll hear about a thread that we call the DDM approach, Digital Discipleship to Mission. And we help young people understand that maybe that's where they start their understanding of faith is through a digital space. Well, then that becomes something they're, they're attracted to, they're, in they're engaging in. And maybe that then thinks, wow, we could use this for something with my friends. That then becomes the discipleship space where they learn to be missional. And we permission a generation to use technology to start faithful conversations. And that's why we decided with CIYD and the team that we would start the journey with creating them the Exalt Box. Let me just tell you a little bit about what the hopes around the Exalt Box was all about. It was making a space to pray within a busy and distracting world. We know, as you've run youth groups and children's groups, to get a young person off a smartphone is quite hard. It's kind of like you've got to put a kind of that imaginary crowbar and just kind of crowbar them off it. Well, what we're trying to do to uh, the youth and children's leaders is say, well, why don't we utilize the screen time? Reharness it for the kingdom of God. Give them a space and a place where they can belong because it's not alien to them. It's an organic space. They are sat in those spaces. So what we've decided to do is how do we make a space for prayer in a busy world until we decided to use a smartphone? Using, using phones to help young people that are already inhabiting those spaces was something we thought, well, this is, seems pretty easy to put something in front of something that they're already there most of the time. And then we're having to direct, so having to then direct an all-year-round prayer resource can be accessible at their fingers and journeying together as a small group of prayer to the, was really key because we didn't want it just to be about an isolating space because that's pretty much what they're doing on Snapchat when they're asking the chat, which is now artificial intelligence, telling them how to live their life. If you're not on Snapchat, you'll probably hear from your friends, there's an AI element now, which is now telling them and asking them leading questions. How are you doing? Can I help you? And there's this kind of space that they're already engaging. So what we said, well, why don't we give that space where discipleship can become together? Because the breath of God becomes uh, ignites. If you're in a session just before, there was a clear Holy Spirit moment in the session that we were having, where there was a common understanding of God moving. And when we meet together as a corporate group, we are then able to see something happen. 
So when you open up the app and download the app, you've got a user interface. This is called the UI. This is a user interface. Um, top right-hand corner, we're going to work away. You've got those uh, kind of little circles of lines. In the app, there is a share a Bible passage. Every week, there's a new Bible passage. And every week, there's a new video that connects to that Bible passage that is uh, being uh, written by some of the friends of CIYD and my team at Mission Generation. And there's a fresh new video every week every year because when you read a bible scripture today the idea of the revelation of that scripture becomes something different in in a few weeks months down the line because fresh fresh revelation is there when god speaks to us and so what we want to do is just not repeat 52 videos and just kind of go on a cycle because then in two to three years we're, we're behind the curve again on the thinking process of what scripture is and applying it so there's a share the Bible passage that comes up on the screen. There's 52 of these videos, 52 Bible verses, 52 different ways to apply it in their lives. This is the home screen you see. You've got freedom. We rotate around six themes. And the six themes are freedom, justice, forgiveness, giving, rejoicing, and mission. These were things that CIYD and us decided to kind of think, how do we create a cultural rhythm of thinking around these? Because these are what calls the generation into entrepreneurial gospel. This sense of taking faith seriously and owning it and then describing it and then revealing it through these various themes. Some of them are personal, from freedom to forgiveness to giving. Other of them are justice and mission. There's the outworking of the application. And so we've got six rotating themes that happen throughout the, uh, the, the app. And if you've worked it out, give or take, there's about four to five sessions per theme that will rotate round. The weekly Bible passage is there. And down at the bottom there, that little circle with the cross on it, that's where you kickstart the devotion and watch a video. And uh, if you have the chance, you can download it. Depending on the Wi-Fi internet, you might even get to see one of those already this week. Let me go a little bit further down and let's start looking a little bit more into the uh, kind of the, the additional resources that come into play because this isn't just those 52 videos. There's also a whole load of other elements to this app. On the bottom left-hand corner here, you've got past sessions. These are sessions where you've gone, wow, I really enjoyed that a couple of weeks ago. And something comes up again in your youth group, you want to go back and revisit. You can go back the whole year and find what the theme was. And you, we're about to, not yet, but we will be putting like a, a search engine on it where you can search for keywords or search for key Bible passages. And it might give you a little bit of something to think about as we want to go back in time, past search. If there's maybe a person's missed a session one night, you could do this on a Wednesday night youth club or your Bible studies on Sunday morning or set them the task to do this at home. If they feel like they've missed, they can double take and go back. In the next one down is the extra resource. These are other things that we've created that we just thought were really helpful. A young person's come to faith, there's 10 steps to knowing a little bit more about the character of Jesus and how it helps us walk out our discipling, I've just become a Christian type decision. And then there's other items in there as well for you to explore. The hands are your uh, Bible prayer topics. Uh, we'll come and show you these in a moment when we go through the app, but you'll see that there's a space where they can tick, uh, tap on one of the six themes, and then they can randomly get selected a Bible verse that you then read, and it becomes this kind of remembering of a, a Bible theme or Bible verse. And then you've got this candle audio reflection where you can start to kind of home in on just a listening, kind of meditative Bible literacy where you could just listen and watch the candle flicker. I'll show you that in a moment. 
So this is what we're looking at when we open up the app and we've clicked on that middle circle button and we come up with one of these videos and these videos are around three, four minutes long and they are unpacking a scripture and then there is this kind of how you now apply the scripture and then there's a praying over those people who are watching it. This means that your, your young person is going to be prayed for 52 times the, in the year as you journey with these uh, videos. And I just want to turn to the video now and just show you um, a little bit of a promo snippet that you can get access to from the website, but it gives you an idea of a little bit about what I've just shared. So we said we launched this box um, last year, this time in, in some Madness. We gave out 400 boxes and uh, we've seen 433 apps being downloaded. So therefore, we would arguably say that every box that was given out had been accessed by a young person to download the app plus 33 extras. Out of all of those, we've seen um, uh, 3,395, sorry, 3,359 sessions activated in those period of the last year. That's a session that's been activated, whether that's a Bible passage, whether that's a video, whether it's a candle. The sessions have been activated over 3,000 times. We've worked out that the average use of those people downloading the, the app and playing the sessions, there's a rough around 16 minutes of time spent thinking intentionally about prayer and engaging in the app, in the app itself, which shows me that this has been used in some form of discipleship group or maybe even an intro bit to a little kind of 10-minute Bible study in a youth night. What's been exciting that we've seen in just um, the island and uh, Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland that we've seen a combination of those people viewing our videos of 1,657 times it's been viewed in, in your context already. And we've seen it going across global as well. And we've seen a whole an entire total of video watched, which we have seen in the UK alone, 2,662. So you add that to your other number. We're seeing on roughly around just under 5,000 views on these videos. Now, we've designed them particularly to be relatable to the viewer who's watching it, to try and get them into the discussion of the discipleship. We haven't done it so it's like we might see some of the new um, um, YouTube-style videos where they're constantly changing, constantly moving all the time. Because what we're trying to do is create this discipleship narrative that happens with a person leading them through something that is intentionally looking at scripture and applying it in their life. I just want to give you a chance as I find this really small cursor. There we go. You might have seen it. There it is. So these are the, this is what you look like when you click on the, um, the, pu the puzzle on the left-hand side. You can select a topic and you can look at one of those Bible passages. It will generate randomly a Bible passage and it gets you then to think about it. This is a good way to help those young people who may be just early looking at faith. You might want to use a Bible passage. You might want to open this up tap on it, they come to the front, they read the Bible passage, maybe you get a tent to read what that is and what it might mean. That's the recap of looking at past sessions if you wanted to have a look at some that you have maybe studied. And then here are the additional devotions. You've got going deeper with God, so you might want to go a little bit more deeper. That's the second foot screen here, which has the chance for you to click on those and then read a devotion linked to an image and a piece of scripture. 
journey with God are those 10 videos and then these are a uh, set of videos looking at various things to do with stop, reflect and, uh, and looking at this concept of deepening our faith as we grow together as a group. And this is one of my favorite ones, personal story here. My, my daughter uh, uh, and struggles to sleep sometimes because she can feel quite anxious going to sleep. And we've used these devotions to help her relax, sort of meditatively think through her feelings and emotions before going to sleep. This would be a great one for you to choose during exam seasons, where they select one of those emotions along, they can slide across the finger, so it's fear, anxiety, and there's hope, and there's other things. And then once you've put, you picked one, you tap on the button of the word, and that lights the candle, and then you're having this sort of five to eight minute of uh, listening to scripture and breathing and meditating on the, 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 the word of God to enable those young people to calm themselves and, and think about life differently. And then hopefully this becomes a tool for them to say to their friends, hey, you're feeling quite anxious. I did this yesterday and it was really useful. It gave me a sense of peace. It helped me to kind of think about my core, who I am. And this gave us the chance to build a few more of those. I want to go to the box now and uh, I want to go through what's inside this box because this helps you start to see how does this work in principle. So in the box you'll see this uh, cardboard box here. This is the virtual um, G2 Google VR headset. This opens up into a uh, headset where you put your phone in there. In there that you can download in the letter it shows you a app that you can go on a church tour. So if you're thinking about reaching your secondary schools or primary schools and they want to look at the topic of how does prayer work in schools, uh, in churches, and you can use a VR church tour to be able to explore different places like what is worship, what is communion, what is baptism, and you can explore different places. And these are two churches that have been filmed in uh, Northern Ireland where we have been part of filming in 360 VR and then editing the video for you and that you can download the app called uh, VR Church Tour and that's free to do but also you've got the virtual resurrection which you can use where you can see Jesus risen from the dead in a virtual reality way where you start to see yourself out well you're standing outside of a tomb and you've got the tomb being there with the guards and you're hearing some um, story being spoken in a spoken word. You then enter the tomb because you're, it's a simulation, so you're watching it happen around you. As you stand in the tomb, you've got the uh, tomb door on one side, you've got Jesus on the other under a, a, a blanket, and then the flashing, red, a flashing white light flashes, and it symbolizes the light of the world, and that we decided instead of a body physically walking out, because that could feel quite horror, quite scary for a young person to watch, it's a symbolism of a flashing light, and then the tomb door rolls open and you're hearing a narrative being spoken wonderfully and music being designed uh, by our team member to help that person grow through the experience of the resurrection. Really good in RE curriculum. Amazing for young people to run in their youth clubs and then use this as a missions tool in their schools around Easter where they have been, uh, we've seen this in one of the uh, boarding schools with a, a chaplain called Luke. He's used this to enable the young people to take confidence in sharing their faith using a tool that's quite interactive and fun but it means they don't feel embarrassed or ashamed to say, well this is something I believe and I want to show you in a virtual way. And then you've got the virtual uh, Lord's Prayer, where you can see that come around you. Again, you can hear it being spoken in multiple different ways, uh, in different accents. And then you've got images around you that signify various things, sim symbolisms that links to the Lord's Prayer. So that in itself is all part of the digital 
prayer box. It's massively exploring what prayer is in virtual reality. Let's just go through what we've got here. You'll see you'll see here there is a load of these cards these are great little cards to have that you can lay out on the floor I suggest do them this maybe three or four at a time don't do them all at once because what you don't want to do is lose the opportunity of narratively going through these maybe a couple over a couple of weeks uh, but they're different cards with different images and you can link different questions to it stick them down face up like this on the floor where you can see the image you might want to ask the question Pick a color, pick a card that describes how you're feeling today. When you got up this morning, you came into school. If you don't want to do it in school, or if it's in a youth club, maybe think about describing a picture that maybe talks about how you're feeling today and what's going on in your life, or maybe a recent argument you've had, or a recent fallout, or a recent uncomfortable situation in your school or home. And then you can turn over the cards and use the questions to prompt a little bit more of a discussion. Again, this is a great way for maybe a young person growing a bit confident in taking their faith into schools and running this in a prayer space in their schools. It's quite simple, it's easy to use, and you can photocopy these to your heart's content or just get a few extra boxes. Um, I want to turn you now to the um, book that says the Lord's Prayer. So after you've just done the virtual resurrection Lord's Prayer experience, you can use this Lord's Prayer booklet. And inside the Lord's Prayer booklet, we've broken it down into devotions. Each line has a, um, a reading of the scripture linked to what these, so, and lead us not into temptation is the phrase. Then it's got a reflection, and it's got a write, so they can activate something. Then they've got an activation session, which they can maybe put into practice. And then they've got a prayer for each of the different elements that gets them to think a little bit about processing the Lord's Prayer in a relative and helpful conversation way. And uh, these are obviously, each line links to what they've just seen in the virtual space as well. Then after... Obviously, I would encourage you to not do all of these every year. You might want to do the Lord's Prayer at one time of the year, the Resurrection at another time of the year. But this is the Resurrection School booklet, where if you open it up, you'll be able to see how you can run this in your school. And it's designed to help fit into a, a kind of generic RE curriculum that gets people to learn a little bit about what does the Christian church believe and say about the Resurrection. And this allows you to then use these elements. And then at the back here, there's a, a reminder of the two additional resources that might flow on to afterwards. So resurrection is probably the one you want to start with, or maybe you want to start with the, um, the, the questions of the images, then I'm leading on to the Lord's Prayer, which is a way that you might want to weave that in over a few weeks or a few months. And this is one of our favorite ones here. Uh, this has been given out nearly 3,000 times. Uh, we uh, sent another order of 2,500 to CRYD. And this is a great way to journal through prayer. Getting young people to think about not just themselves for praying for their own needs, but also praying for those personally, locally, and globally. How do we pioneer a, a kind of a generation to take prayer seriously and apply it so they can start to journal? What is it God may be saying to them? Because I'm a big believer if they move their focus away from just praying for themselves but praying for their friends, then heaven's going to release the secrets of conversation moments that's going to turn that person's, their friend, into a, into a different direction in life or maybe deepen their relationship with God into a new way. And uh, then they start to maybe hear God for themselves about what they're being called into on a missional level. And again, these really fit really well alongside the six rotating themes. Freedom, justice, forgiveness, giving, rejoicing, and mission. What it's doing is it's 
it's putting into the hands a young person's journaling of what it means. I recognize that not every young person likes journaling. I'm a dyslexic person. Writing things down just doesn't work for me. Actively engaging in the immersive space, hence why we've made all this, really resonates with me and helps me to retain and step into the scriptures. So that's why we decided to design this uh, digital prayer box to give that space of both kind of conversation, analytically looking at something, recording journaling, stepping into that virtual space. And then this is one of CIYD's uh, wonderful resources about praying for young people and youth ministry. You know, if we are not activating in praying as a team, how are we encouraging that in our local young people and our children? And so it's really important for us to think about our rhythms of prayer and what does it mean for us as workers in, in the context that God has called us into as an uh, ambassador, not just of the gospel, but also this encouraging prayer. Um, so this is a, a real helpful way for you to see visually how we can bring praying and reading the Bible and interacting with uh, the themes around these six rotating themes in a more immersive way. I'm going to pause it there because you might have some questions. You might keep looking through the box. Um, what we'll do is we'll keep the recording going in case there is a question. Um, but if you have the chance to download, depending on whether the, um, the, the 4G, 5G over here is allowing you, there may be a blank screen at the moment because one of our videos is still being uploaded as we're speaking to the server. So just because we're here. My team have been out there recording videos whilst here. So when you hopefully use this app in the coming weeks, they're going to be, oh, I recognize the big top. Oh, I recognize the pink logos outside of CIYD10. We're trying to get them to think, well, what was God saying to us here now that we can then live in that purpose and that sense back in our context? Um, so uh, as I said, these boxes are free for you to take. If you've got 30, if you've got five, if you've got 50, you take as many as you need. We don't want to be taking them back to the UK with us. It's got to get them out. We gave them out last year. We believe we're going to give them out again this year. And uh, it might be we want to take them in faith to say, well, we don't have a young person's group that actually prays right now, but I'm going to get it through the, the possibility that in six months' time we will, or hook it on the back of a seasonal time of the year. As Easter will come quickly round, you might be able to use some of that. So I'll pause it there and uh, give you a chance to ask any questions. I'm going to stay here with the mic on. I will ask you to come and meet me halfway so we can hear the question on the mic, and then you can run back to your seat as I may be answering that. If I want to, I'll bring in some of my team, which is Kenny, Josh, and Ollie over there in the corner. There. They've been running some of this stuff and editing some of this stuff, so it's a bigger team than just my beautiful face. So that would be great. Is there any questions that we've got about this ex uh, exciting Exalt resource? Hi, yeah, come and join me. Tell me your name and where you're from, and then we'll try and get your question answered. Jeremy Mould from Temple Patrick Parish Church of Ireland. And we have a small youth fellowship. Maximum will be in September 10. I'm just trying to, I love it. I love it. We're, we're thinking, how could we actually use this on a Sunday night? Does everybody have to, to do something during the week, and then we pick up on it on a Sunday night, or can you do it the other way? I'd like to know if you've got any experience, or anybody has got experience of using it. Brilliant. Excellent. Thank you very much. It's a great question. Yes, so you can choose to use it either way. You could use it as, we'd like you to, to read this, or listen to this, or watch this video by Wednesday, because on Sunday we're going to ask you to bring your nugget of revelation to what maybe God said to you. If they forget, 
then repeatedly do it anyway. Repetitive learning, circular learning is really key. You might find that in RE curriculum, they circle the same topics, but they build the story extra and extra as they carry on through the academic year. There's no different in our youth groups. Give them the task, maybe Wednesday, to watch it. Set everybody the task on five, six, seven o'clock, or whatever it is. They do it, and it's like that, that, that's cultural practice. And then unpack it, and ask them, what was it that God said to you? And does that still mean something to you now? Because it might have just been a hiccup moment that you thought of it, or it might have been a really transforming moment that if we don't record it in our journal, if we don't write it down somewhere, then the Spirit of God will easily get distracted out of our heads because of other things that's going on. So you could do the other way around. You could start on Sunday and say on Wednesday, I'm going to send a WhatsApp message out or an Instagram message out. And uh, that's another thing to remind us. If you use our Instagram filter, you can um, uh, see our IDs where Instagram, you can uh, click on it and it will change the Bible passage and theme for the week that you're studying in the app, which allows you to then use that as a social media push to say, hey guys, don't forget, this is the theme, this is the Bible passage, we're going to look at it this Sunday, jump on the app and have a go at it. Um, that has happened for the whole year, we just need to change the Bible passages that's something I need to chat with Josh. Something changed for the next year, but it's a filter that's been designed for you. So either way works. Any other questions? Yes, come and join me at the front and say your name and where you're from. Yeah, thanks so much for that. My name's Stuart. I'm a minister in the Presbyterian Church in Ireland. So I was just wondering, like, for for this resource, I see there's a lot of the branding, obviously, because you're, you've been working with... Uh, Church of Ireland Youth Department, is there is there branding throughout that, or is this something that, you know, it's it's I'm not talking about trying to fob it off as something that we've generated, but um, I'm just slightly conscious that in trying to use it across in in another denominational context, for some people, you know, there's an immediate possibility of a slight disconnect because oh this you know this isn't something that are denom you know if there's a denominational label attached to it sometimes it's a wee bit of a barrier maybe that's just northern ireland but you know it's kind of one of those things that we have to learn to to work around so i'm just wondering wondering about branding that's associated with the app and so forth but it looks awesome thank you thank you well there's two things that we um the first thing is is we, c we could we could make something similar for you that's that's a possibility um so <laughs> Uh, but, but the second thing, so one of the ways that we're avoiding the um, what narrative is being said from one brand is that we're asking for multiple people to be the contributors to what's being made. So the, the, the you know if there was some great people here that thought you know what, I feel I've got something to give when I can unpack scripture and apply theology, be great as a young a young person involved in it that could just bring their videos in those space that they get to see. Um, Currently, the only brand, if you open up the app, is that you'll have two logos that will come up at the beginning, which is uh, CIYD and Missional Generation, and then those brands never come up again. Uh, the reality is, it's just they are the people that kind of put hands in the pocket to make this work. What we're doing is deliberately looking for contributors to say, I will give five or six minutes to a video, and then what we then do is we send it over to us, we edit it, and then we stick it in the back end, and away we go. So it could be that you could uh, populate more your thoughts into the app that should then argue the fact that it's not 
advocating one brand. Um, that means you've probably signed yourself up now to be a video con contributor. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll hunt you down. Um, but it's, it's about empowering. I would love it if we got younger, sort of late 15, 16, 17 year olds who can go, you know what, I could put a few sentences together with a bit of help. I might even get myself in front of a camera and I might be able to then empower the next generation in what it means to live out faithful praying. That would be a joy because uh, what we're also realizing is there's, there's too many uh, Yorkshire voices on this because we, we just need more of a local indigenous voice. So if that is something that you think, I've got it, I can contribute it, uh, we'll, we will sign you up and never let you go. I promise you. Uh, any other questions? Uh, we've got uh, five or six more minutes before we make sure you take some. Would you like to come forward and say your name and where you're from? Fantastic. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Naomi from New Mosley Presbyterian and also I do some stuff with SU in school. Um, I just wanted to know what age the videos are mostly targeted at. Is it more sort of younger teens or older teens? Thank you. Um, so this this is uh, a, a target at teenagers and uh, and again it's it's the persons that we ask to contribute. They might lead towards the years five, six and seven, um, sorry, seven, eight and nine, uh, which is in our terms, the age 11, 12, 13, 14, or it might be the other end. Uh, we don't want to uh, tap into the students, which is like 18 upwards, because uh, there's, there's, there's stuff already out there for those. Uh, so we would uh, sort of sit very comfortably around. Um, transitional year six into year seven would be brilliant, because I think we need to set culture, because I think that's what lockdown uh, limited us to do, was transitional youth work. The year sixes, Two years into the lockdown, didn't know what the year sevens and eights were able to do or model towards them, and so we call that the nomad generation, which is the years five, six, and seven, eight, nine. We want to make sure we're, we're supporting that. So we sit within the teenagers, but we're not saying, like, my son would watch it because he's about to go into the new uh, year sevens group, and uh, he also loves my team because my team's on it. So he'll want to watch and learn from the, s the, from the feet of those young people. Uh, so that's sort of teenagers is the uh, age category. Great. Any other questions before we... Great. Let's do one more thing. Can you hold the box in your hands? And let's just pray. Not because the box has some powerful meaning or anything like that. It's just I want us to consciously think, who is it right now that would find this sense of praying fresh and new that will just start a movement of prayer. Think of ones or twos, if you've um, have, uh, got more than that, then that's great. Father, we just want to bring to you now this opportunity, because that's what it is, Lord. Just like you gave the disciples the opportunity to say, come, follow me. Just like you spoke to all the moments of people needing healing and wholeness, and you reconnected them back into society because they were seen by you first and welcomed into your presence. Lord, prayer does all of that and more. And so, Father, I pray, will you enable these wonderful leaders here, thinking about those wonderful young people in their context, whether they're here in the summer madness or back at home, we pray, Lord, let these boxes change the landscape of how prayer is understood in an interactive and funful way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>